there, and welcome to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak, and today, as we continue our journey through my book, Give Up Worry for Good, we are on week six, day four. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you, for on him has God the Father set his seal, John six twenty seven. These are the words of Jesus, and I'm going to summarize essentially what he's saying. I am all you need. Focus on me and the treasures of the kingdom and not on earthly things to take away your anxiety. You know what? That is one of the biggest mistakes that I have made throughout the course of my life, this idea of when I'm anxious, what do I do to alleviate my anxiety? What do I do to comfort myself? Look, we all have those things. And for me, for so many years, and as I say in Give Up Worry for Good, it was always those earthly comforts. Watching TV, getting fast food, drinking, doing something else that feels good, just essentially running away from the problems. And what I found that was temporarily the pain would go away. I'd forget about whatever it was that was causing my anxiety, but that didn't last. It didn't last for very long. And what happened was I had this insatiable desire to take away the pain or this desire to numb the feelings that were coming about through my anxiety. But you can only keep up with that for so long. And eventually I I began to realize, or I did realize, that the only lasting answer to the peace that I was seeking was a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's not a cliche. That's an absolute truth. And that, that relationship with him involves surrendering my life to him and let him call the shots. And when I do that, then I'm at peace. Do I still do that all of the time, 100% of the occasions when I'm anxious? No. I'd like to tell you I would, but you know, you've heard me say many times, this is a journey. So today we're going to focus on the importance of the Lord when it comes to experiencing the peace that we want to experience. Now remember, this week is dedicated to shifting our focus from our problems to the Lord. Eyes off the problems, eyes on Jesus. And that's where the peace comes in. Is it a, is it a, is it a simple solution. It's simple, but it's not that easy. And you're going to hear me repeat this a lot because I want you to understand we all mess up when it comes to this. But the more we get used to doing the right thing, which is basically letting our fear lead us to Jesus and not to worry, the more we do it, the easier it becomes and the more we want to do it. So that's going to be the discussion today. As I said, we're on week six. We have a few more meditations. Now, on tomorrow's program, we're going to take a look at the message of you are never alone. The Lord's with us wherever we go. And tomorrow we'll also look at day six and day seven. Next week, the dreaded S word, surrender. Are you kidding me? You want me to trust you with my life, Lord, with the lives of my family? Oh, man, that's asking a lot. Yeah, it is. It is. It's asking everything. And to those people like me who might have a desire to control, and yes, I'll say it, I'm a control freak. 
to somebody like me, that's insanity. To trust God, to trust Jesus, to lead me, to handle my problems for me, to say, all right, Lord, I'm signing my life over to you. You take care of it. Boy, is that hard. But I'll tell you, what I'm learning is that if you do that, number one, your problems get solved much better because he's better at solving my problems than I am. And number two, you get that peace you're looking for. So I'm just fast forwarding a little bit ahead to next week. But right now we're still, we're still looking at taking our eyes off of our problems and focusing on the Lord. And I hope you're doing well. I hope you're enjoying this Give Up Worry for Good series that we've been doing. Let's turn to our let's turn to our Father in heaven right now in prayer. The one who holds our lives in his hand. You know, whether we surrender or not, he's still in control of our lives. And that's one of those facts that is good to keep in mind. Let's turn to our Father who loves us with an unconditional love and who is standing by waiting to hear from us. Please join me in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Father in heaven, it is such a comfort to know that you loved me so much that you made the decision to create me. At a specific point in time, born to a specific set of parents, born into a particular geographic location, everything was planned, including the composition of my body. Cell by cell, you, you pieced me together. Father, you know me much better than I do. And I'm so grateful that you allowed me to be born through the cooperation of my parents. You created me out of nothing. Not to add anything to your greatness because you're great. You are infinitely perfect and infinitely happy. But you did that for my benefit. You did that for our benefit. You created us so that we could share in your joy. Father, thank you. Father, this week we're, we're working on shifting our focus from our problems to your power, to the power of your son Jesus, to the work of the Holy Spirit. And it's a tough shift to make sometimes, as you know. It's easy to dwell on our problems. It's easy to see our problems. We don't have to work too hard or meditate on our problems to recognize what they are. It's very easy. They're right in front of us. They appear to be much more real than you do, Father, but I know that's not true. Through faith, I know that you are more powerful than any problem that I could ever face. Father, I turn to you today I offer up all of our concerns, all of the issues that we're dealing with, all of our family and friends. We offer up the entire world to you and ask you to help. Father, through the working of your Holy Spirit, please transform us into the image of Jesus so that we too are able to sleep in the midst of the storm, so that we know to turn to you or to turn to your son when we're afraid, knowing through faith that you're always with us. Father, I got a big job ahead of me today. You know my weaknesses. 
I think anybody that listens to, to the show knows my weaknesses. So, Father, I'm going to ask for your help. I know you have a message for us. Please use me. As imperfect as I may be, use me to deliver the message. I pray that the Holy Spirit can speak through me this day. I pray that I cannot get in the way and hijack the message. And I pray that this message can be received by all of us with open minds and open hearts. I ask all these things, Father God, in the name of Jesus, your Son. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Yep, you know how imperfect I am. I mean, I I, I don't have to... (laughs) I think I've offered plenty of evidence. But, you know, look, I, my life is proof. My close to 10 years in full-time ministry is proof that God can use anybody. All you need to do is say yes, you know. And I'll tell you what, the Lord Jesus saved my life. When I encountered him and surrendered to him, now I know next week is all about surrender, but I'm giving you a preview. At some point in time, If you expect to be free from your anxiety, free from that burdensome worry, that burdensome worry habit that many of us have, in order for that to happen, you're going to have to learn to surrender, to say, Lord Jesus, you're in control. You take over. And you know what? People have asked me about that. What does it take? What does that surrender look like? You know, I'll tell you. Essentially what it looks like is more an act of the will than anything else. Yes, yeah, sometimes through our actions, we we live out that surrender by placing our trust in the Lord. You know, we feel that he's calling us to take a new job, and, and we do it. We feel that he's calling us to place some more money in the collection basket at church. And, and we do it. We feel that he is calling us to do one thing or another, to maybe make a phone call to somebody who's difficult to speak with. And we do it. So so that action, that action is implied. There is an action implied sometimes when it comes to surrender. But more often than not, or I should say really before the action can take place, What we're talking about is a decision, is a conscious decision to say, Lord, I surrender. I surrender to your will. Your will be done. And oftentimes that has to do with something beyond our control. We get a bad medical diagnosis. We we struggle financially. You go through a COVID pandemic and you get all of your speaking engagements canceled as happened to me in 2020. You know, I I didn't choose any of that, but I could reject it or I could surrender and say, all right, Lord, I don't know what the heck's going on. I don't know how I'm going to survive. I don't know why this makes any sense. I don't know why you're doing this, but I embrace it. I surrender, you know, and and I found that's, that's very effective when it comes to giving you the peace you're looking for. You can surrender by gritting your teeth, by having a weak feeling in your stomach. It is not based on feelings. It is a choice. You know, and I, I believe that, you know, I'll give you an example. Look, I've been, I've been doing this full-time ministry thing for, as I said, close to 10 years. And there have been times when it has been really, really iffy. 
And I had to make a decision. Am I, how am I going to support my family, Lord? You know, I need more work. And, and then I remember a couple of times I was being considered. This goes back several years. I, I remember I was being considered for being a speaker at a, at a big conference, at a, I think a Catholic men's conference. And I didn't make the cut. And I remember saying to the Lord, or somebody was thinking about bringing me into a parish, and for whatever reason, they wrote back and said, no, nah, it's not going to work out this time. And I remember feeling sick to my stomach because it happened at a time when I really needed the money, you know? And I remember thinking, all right, I know what I'm supposed to do. I know what I want to do, which is kick and scream and yell and uh, plunge into despair. That's what I wanted to do. But I knew what I was supposed to do. I knew I was supposed to say, thank you, Father, because somehow you are allowing this to happen. Somehow this is your will for me right now. So I did it. I was miserable as I did it, you know, because it's hard to do that. It's hard to not get your way because I'm like a little kid when it comes to getting my way. And I think I'm not the only one. You know, a lot of us sometimes we, we want our way, especially if it's something we really, really want. Maybe it's a job that we really, really want. And the Lord says, no, even if it, after we've prayed for it, we've done novenas, we've done everything right, but he says no. And it takes a lot to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for screwing up my plans, <laughs> right? Thank you for saying no and making me miserable, but you can do it. You can do it. And I found it to be very helpful in the process of learning to trust and getting the peace that the Lord wants you to give. He wants to give to you. So I recommend you do that. You don't have to feel it. You don't have to feel it to say, thank you, Lord, I embrace this. Please use my suffering and unite it with Jesus. Use it for good. And the more you do that, you see, the easier it becomes and the more peace you feel. Because the key to happiness, the key to peace is doing God's will. And basically, anything that happens to you, primarily talking about the things you didn't ask for, the things out of your control, that's God's will for you. Not always his ordained will, as they call it, sometimes his permissive will. In other words, he doesn't will evil, but he allows it to happen because he knows that somehow he can use it to help you. Ultimately, his goal is not to give you an easy life. I mean... That, boy, when I first realized that, that really bummed me out. You mean to tell me when I follow Jesus, things aren't going to go smoothly for me? Every time I pray for a healing or a financial blessing, I'm not going to get it? Bummer. <laughs> but here's the thing. God's goal for us is that we make it to heaven. That's what he wants. He, wants, he understands that this life is really short. When compared to eternity, this life is nothing. We don't see it that way, because this is all we see. But God does. And he doesn't just want to give you a little taste of happiness in this life. He wants you to be happy with him in heaven forever. That requires the storm sometimes, you know? It doesn't mean you can't be at peace or be filled with joy in this life. You can. But again, it's that whole paradox thing. And you're going to hear us talk about this. We've talked about it a lot. And for the remaining weeks of Give Up Worry for Good, and even if you, have to, if you keep listening to my podcast after we're done, Give Up Worry for Good, you're going to hear more of it. Going along with God's will, surrendering to Him, even when you don't like it, 
That's the secret to happiness. The Lord spells it out. Jesus spelled it out in Matthew chapter 5 in the Sermon on the Mount when he began with the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Poor in spirit, spiritual poverty, meaning that you understand that everything that happens to you or that, that you have comes from God. You don't own anything technically. I'm not talking about you know, necessarily material possessions. You can own material possessions, but you own them. They don't own you, as, as I've heard it said. But you, you, you really hold, take, hold on to everything in life with a loose grip. That's what spiritual poverty is all about including your circumstances, including people. So, in other words, if the Lord decides to take something away from you, your job, a close friend, a spouse, your reputation, money, whatever it may be, because you have that spiritual poverty or you don't really hold on to things too tightly, you know, your, your world's not going to be rocked by the loss. I mean, this is this is big time, heavy duty stuff. It's something that takes a lifetime to perfect, and we'll probably never get it perfect. But with the Lord's help, we can get better at it, so that we're not devastated when something in this life happens that we don't like. You know, and that's the secret to peace. That's how we become. That's how we experience happiness in this life by doing God's will, by going along with the plan because he knows best. But for many of us, for people like me who are control freaks and who have been doing this for years, trying to call all the shots, it takes time to unlearn these bad habits. But this eight-week program is a start, and that's what we're trying to do. So I'm glad to have you along with me. Again, I thank you for all of your support, for all of your kind words, for your prayers, for your financial contributions. Um, if you want to find out more about my work, followingthetruth.com is my website. I just booked another speaking engagement for uh, later this year. And I, and I want to mention, it, things are opening up again. You know, um, things are more open now than they used to be. Who knows what the heck's going to happen in the near future. But let's just take one day at a time, you know. And uh, I am taking speaking engagements again. And if you want to bring me in to speak to your parish or your conference, please visit my website, followingthetruth.com, and contact me through the site. There's a form there, or you can just email me at gary at followingthetruth.com, and we could talk about it, because I really feel that my main call, in addition to writing, in addition to doing these podcasts, is to spreading the gospel around the world in person. And um, after being quarantined for over a year, I am more than ready to do that. So things I'm, I'm starting to get things on the books for this year and for next year. So if you'd like to bring me in, please visit followingthetruth.com and we'll talk about it. Okay, so today's verse, and this is Give Up Worry for Good, week six, day four. John six twenty seven. the words of Jesus, do not labor for the food which perishes. We could probably stop it right there, you know. Don't labor, don't work for food, for nourishment, for comfort, which isn't going to last, which is temporary. Don't work for it. doesn't mean you don't need things. You do. You need money to pay your bills. You need food to eat. But you don't want to be, when you have a problem, you don't want to be plunging into those things first, as I did for so many years, and I still want to do it sometimes. 
when I'm having a really bad day, when I'm feeling down, I just want to go out and get fast food, you know? That's what I want to do. That's my tendency. But I realize that it's okay. It's not sinful to do that. If you do it to excess, it, you, you could be doing something wrong. But, but if you're ignoring God, if you're not giving Him a chance to give you peace first, and you're going right to the comforts, the earthly comforts, the TV shows, the fast food, the alcohol, the smoking, whatever it is, the the shopping. If you go to those things before you go to the Lord and give him a chance, then yeah, you've got a problem. You do have your priorities messed up. And you're also not going to experience lasting peace. And, and, and trust me, I, I've lived it. I've lived it. I know what it feels like. You know, and, and that stuff that the world tells you is going to make you feel good, it doesn't. It doesn't. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to eternal life. The food which is going to get you to heaven. It's Jesus. The way, the truth, the life. Jesus Christ. He gets us to heaven. He brings us the happiness we seek. And that's the whole purpose of not just this book, but all of my writing, all of my speaking, all of my radio work. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. It's about following, about leading others to Christ. That's my job. And it, you, know, you know the way I look at it. If I found a great restaurant or I, I heard a great song, you know, a lot of times I on my Facebook page, I, uh, I share music because I've always been a big music fan. Not just Christian music, but all kinds of music. And, and if I see a really good performance or a good song, I share it. Why? Be- because it's something that I enjoy, that brought me joy, and I want to share it with somebody else. And that's really common to do that. If you find out about a great restaurant, if you, if you had a plumber who really did a good job in your house, who really did good work, who saved you a lot of money, if you know a store nearby and the owner is really a kind person with a great product, who isn't greedy, you want to share this news with others because you want to help them. You know, we do it all the time. And, and so because Jesus Christ saved my life, and, I, and I'm, I'm literally not kidding. He saved my life on the cross. He saved me from eternal damnation. But he also saved my earthly life, which was miserable. By giving me comfort, by giving me his supernatural peace. Because he did that for me, I can't not share it with others. It's, it, he has had such a profound effect on my life that I just have to share him with others. And that's why I do what I do. I certainly don't do it for the money. You know, you know, and anybody in ministry will tell you. We don't do it for the money. Because there's not that much money in it. But the reward is beyond anything I've ever experienced. I've seen great fruit in not only my own life, but in the lives of my wife and my children. They love God more than they did before I surrendered my life to Him. And, and honestly, the peace does come. And I think you may have noticed that already based on the feedback that I'm getting. You don't need to go through the full eight weeks to appreciate the peace that the Lord gives. 
you start to feel it on a gradual basis. But the things that the world tells you are going to bring you peace, they don't work. Again, maybe short term, they make you feel good. I remember in my younger days uh, having some, I remember one time in particular, and this is, I would guess I was in my early 20s. I, uh, there was, I had a problem with my eye or so, and, I, and I've, I've shared the story. I've always been a hypochondriac. So there was the potential for the eye doctor looked at something and he said, oh, I don't like what I see. I'm going to have to send you to a specialist. And I remember I was really freaked out about this. And it turned out to be nothing. And the specialist looked at it and said, well, probably something you were born with. It's, you know, some, something that the eye doctor saw. And he really, he, he sounded worried. And I was really upset about this. And I went out with my friend that night. We went to a bar and I drank too much. But while I was in the process of getting drunk, right, I, I was caring less about the problem. So temporarily it worked, but then I woke up the next morning with a hangover, plus I had the problem. You know, so I have tried all these earthly solutions. And I'm not saying they don't give you a little bit of a jolt and take the anxiety away briefly. But in the long run, they don't last and they contribute to more problems. Christ is the answer. So that's what we're doing with this Give Up Worry for Good program. We're trying to get our eyes off of the things of the earth, not just the problems, but the, the proposed solutions, buy more things, indulge, spoil yourself, spend money, you know, all these things that the world tells you. We get our eyes off them and get our eyes on Jesus. And when we do that, we're going to get that lasting peace. Not just in this life, which is good. I mean, we do get it in this life, but that lasting peace and happiness, that joy of eternal life with the Lord forever in heaven. That's what happens when we follow Jesus. So um, so there, that's all I got. I hope you, <laughs> hope you enjoyed it. Um, again, thank you for listening. Any questions, Gary at followingthetruth.com is my email address. And again, you know, if you're able to send along a donation, to keep my ministry going, I would really appreciate it. You can do that by going to followingthetruth.com and you just click on donate. You can either become a monthly sponsor or you can make a one-time donation. Whatever works for you. I am grateful. I thank you. If you've donated in the past, I, I am so grateful. Thank you. If you if you pray for me, I, I thank you for that. I want you to know I pray for you every day, okay? Make sure if you could, you would pray for all of the people who are doing this Give Up Worry for Good program. It, it, it's a big deal, and I think we're going to, we're on our way to a better place. Hey, God willing, uh, I'm, I expect to be back with you here tomorrow. I hope you can join me. Have a fantastic night, and thanks for listening. God bless you, and we'll talk to you next time.